Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Murder Moses. I'm Day. And I'm Marie. And I'm Ruby. What the fuck? <laughs> you made me laugh. Why are you giggling like a child over there? You made me laugh. I was just doing my little dance. Doing my little dancey dance. Dance. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's another week. How's everybody feeling? Everybody feeling good? Amazing. We're feeling great. We're going to be positive. We're going to have a great week. We're going to find $20 on the street. We're going to get that new job. We're going to break up with that toxic boyfriend or girlfriend. That's it, it, kids. That's right. Mm. Yeah. I I told that just reminded me. I told my daughter that I was missing $20 out of my wallet. She said, well, I'm missing $23. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) She's like, and your problems are bigger than mine. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm missing $23. Yeah, she's, uh, I don't, I don't, the the time that y'all hear this, she's like, what, like a week or so, a week or two away from being three. (laughs) Small little three-nager over there. Lord, what are y'all uh, drinking this week? Walter. This okay. which is weird because I got two bottles of Stella for Christmas, but I haven't opened them yet. Which flavors did you get? Uh, blueberry, That's or blue cherry, or whatever, and uh, Stella Black. The blueberry is my favorite. My husband will drink that shit up. He likes it too. Because <laughs> you know like my husband's a beer drinker, but he will drink him some Stella Blueberry in a minute. <laughs> hey, um, you drinking water too? Are we all drinking water this week? I think surprisingly I'm drinking water. <laughs> all right. Look at us over here trying to turn over a new leaf in 2022. We are hydrating we are our bodies, not- ladies. And we're not all pregnant. I'm definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) One of these days. Maybe I'll like. So tied. So tied. Man, they're so damn tied. My twos are tied. It's still still possible, (laughs) man. You got that 0.00001% chance. Zach wants us to be that so bad. And I'm like, can you? We're literally like. I don't know. We he ju- he just wants it to be that 0.1001% that like breaks through birth control somehow and I'm like but why but why do we want to do that? <laughs> we can, we can just take the birth control out it's fine. <laughs> I'm like we have a whole plan and I'm like so it's fine we don't have to try and do that. I don't I can't. The audacity uh, husband, of these men. My husband says we're done with kids but I'm That's thinking one more. I'm thinking one more. I'm thinking by the time I look, if Dan and I get pregnant at the same time. Well, you know how I... I feel about that. See, see, my thing is, <sighs> it'd be great. It would be fantastic if, like, it would be cool. Not necessarily fantastic, but it'd be cool <laughs> if we were pregnant at the same time, right? But I just would feel weird, like, because it's your first baby and it would be my third. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how but do you, you know how I... You, you know how it? I okay, but you know how I am with like being a center of attention. So like 
honestly, I don't need a moment as long as people are happy for me being pregnant. Cool. <laughs> I don't need a moment. Zach will need a moment. Zach will need a moment. Zach likes having his moments. He likes the moments. I don't. <laughs> Zach loves his moments. <laughs> Zach loves his moments. I don't like, I can't, Zach. he loves, he loves getting like being the center of attention and getting all the praise and stuff. I can't, I will just, I will melt and die. It's just, so he can have the moment. <laughs> Be his baby shower. It really will. Like, you know how my husband didn't even go to my last baby shower? Like, <laughs> he was at work, but like, Zach's going to be, however many kids y'all have, he it's going to be his fucking baby shower. Apparently we're having twins, so. Ree, have you ever done like the... Fun. Have you ever done the ring test? We're going to have to show her how to oh, do it. Oh, where you hold it over the belly? No, it's a different where you, you have to like weep it through your fingers and stuff. Um, no. I'll have to show you it to see if it was accurate for you or not. We'll see how I just like, I freak out because I freaked out like, it was like last week or the week before because Zach's dad called him one more last week in morning or something one morning last week and told them he had a dream that I had twins this and that and day has had multiple dreams about me having twins and I keep telling everyone to not put that shit into the universe and then we do the little hand thing with the ring and it pretty much doesn't having twins and so I just don't know where that come from comes from I just don't there's no twins but didn't it say like twins and done like that was it? yeah was it was a boy it was like boy and a girl and then done which is great, but twins, I'm going to, I don't know. Uh, that's a lot at once. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I don't have twins, but <laughs> it could be easier because I feel like having a two-year-old and a newborn is for the fucking birds. I don't know. I'll be that's watching that lot. girl on uh, TikTok, man. She'd be having hell. She got twins. And it's just her though. She is single mom. Oh yeah. I've, yeah. I've seen yeah, I've seen her. Well, we're gonna hope that all is well for Ruby. Uh, and we're gonna yeah. try to not be pregnant at the same time. <laughs> Fine. Plus, if I have another baby, I gotta trick my husband into another baby. So <laughs> easy. Uh, okay. It's fine. Okay. Just called just enough. I would beer. say something, but my godmother listens to this podcast. <laughs> oh God. So I'm not gonna go there. But um speaking of other stuff, um <laughs> I'm also working on potty training right now. Hopefully by the time that y'all hear this, my child is fucking potty trained and I can quit buying pull-ups. Because by buying pull-ups and diapers and formula all at Man, once, I pee my bank account. Yeah, that's tough. Oh, shit. It's no, it, gonna wrap a shirt around your little booty and put some goddamn Ziploc it's, bags in there. <laughs> it's it's hard out here, man. It's it's, it's hard. But anywho, I guess we can go ahead and get started. Or did y'all have anything interesting for the week? Did I ask y'all that? I'm just no, so... but I've been um doing too much uh podcast research because I now I sleep with my keys because you know most movies or whatever and stuff people can't find their keys 
when somebody's chasing, they can never find their keys. So I sleep with my keys, <laughs> pepper spray, and a knife. <laughs> now I'm totally paranoid. So it's like, boom, somebody kicks in the door. Spray, stab, keys, go. That's my thing. What about the keys, go? Girl, one of them is like on my, liter- literally on my hip. And all I got to do is scream and the other two like, huh? <laughs> they, they, they hear it. <laughs> they, they are on me. Oh, that's funny. Well, Ruby, did you have anything interesting this week? Um, I'm not sure. I think the Cowboys just something. Oh, they just got a uh, oh, we're interception. Recording. <laughs> <laughs> they we're just not got an last week. <laughs> Well, now they know we record all this crap on the same day. Like God, I mean, y'all welcome. It's fine, (laughs) right? Right? No, it's fine because you know what? The Cowboys could be. Anyways, um, no, nothing. I don't think anything interesting happened. Um, Zach and I are house hunting again. Oh wow, we have that going for us. And then, yeah. Oh, I might be moving to Atlanta. Okay. No, the fuck you're not. <laughs> Literally, she texted me the other night, goes, Chad and I are um, talking about moving to Atlanta. And I go, well, stop. <laughs> that, was, that was my reply. <laughs> it's like the only place besides Texas that I would live would probably be really? Atlanta, either Atlanta or somewhere in Arizona. No, not Atlanta with that despicable traffic. Man, that traffic is disrespectful. That's what I told Chad. I was like, the traffic would probably deter you from wanting to live there, but you know, yellow, yellow, make it happen. I am actually trying to find a state to move to. I feel like moving the. I really, I, I, I almost want to leave the country, but I do want to leave the country. Every, so. If if you know me, you know I'll just move. Like I don't, I don't care. I will just pack up and be like, all right, you know what, blessing, and I'll be where <laughs> I need to be. I don't do all of that. Oh, I'm moving. Oh yeah, I'll change. All. Nope. Once I say it, it's I'm outie. But yeah, uh, Paris, yeah. they're all looking good right now. Do you have any states you're looking at? I was looking at Nevada. Um, that's That'd it. Be cool. To or not. Oh, uh, Nevada and uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Tennessee's good. No, Tennessee has good land. Tennessee. They have good land there. I don't know about Tennessee. Oh no! You're the only oh, ten yeah. I see. I was gonna <laughs> say that, but I'm definitely trying to see what it would be like to move out of the country. For sure. Yeah, do you know what? Then recording the podcast gonna be real hard on these time zones. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I set an alarm. <laughs> oh lord! You you gonna have to uh, record when when it's convenient for us over here in the states. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. All right. Well, I guess we can get started. I'll go first. Um, just to kind of get me out of the way. 
you know, short, sweet, to the point. Jessica Chambers. And this happened in Mississippi at 8.10 p.m. on December 6, 2014. Jessica Chambers was found burning next to her car that was also burning. I know this story. She sounds familiar. Somebody might have talked about it on the podcast before. I don't think so. I think I read, I think that it's a doc on this. Um, she had burns all over her body. An unidentified flammable liquid was poured on her body, down her throat, and up her nose. Um, she ended up being uh, airlifted to a hospital and died the next morning. Um, as she was treated by first responder, she allegedly said that Eric or Derek did it. So everyone in the town with one of those names was investigated but they were all ruled out. Um, the thing about this story that was kind of weird to me is that her boyfriend was questioned regarding his involvement, but he was in jail at the time. Oh. Was he black? Yep. <laughs> and she was a white lady, so. Oh, okay. In Mississippi. So, I mean, it makes sense when you think about it that way, but it's just, I don't know. It was just weird to me. Um, and in February of 2016, a guy named Quentin was charged with her murder. Um, I don't sound like Eric or Derek. <laughs> right? Quentin. Uh, Quentin ends up claiming that somebody, I think, I think he said Derek was stalking her or whatever. Um, but it turns out that Quentin was the last person to be in contact with her. Um, he gave a fake alibi saying that he was with one of his friends, but his friend was like, no, nah, I was at a football game and that alibi was, was uh, confirmed. So his fingerprints were also found on her car keys that were found thrown in like a ditch. Um, he also deleted all of their communication from his phone. And phone records show that she had denied him of sex four times on the day that she was killed. So they think it could have been something regarding that. Um, He was put on trial for this murder twice. Both were declared mistrials. Both were declared mistrials. Um, The first was because the wrong verdict was read when they gave the verdict they said he was not guilty but they meant to say he was guilty but like you can't go back and forth and flip-flop it like that so that's why he went back to trial so the next uh jury they couldn't agree so that how could you fuck that up exactly just Um, look at the damn paper it says it right there (laughs) so they're deciding on um, if they want to try him again but right now he's in jail in louisiana for a murder of another girl um which automatically makes me think he fucking did that shit too like you in jail for one murder you did this one too um but her boyfriend that was in jail was shot and killed five years after her murder fun fact with that yeah that happened oh wow Yeah, I thought that I don't know. I don't know. It was a weird. It was weird. It was just 
the fact that she was burning found burn and there was a couple different this is one that i actually even though it was short i actually looked at a couple different articles on it and like one one said that she was found laying next to her car burning one says she was like walking and burning but her car yeah, was that's burning. the one that's what i saw that she was walking yeah. so i don't know which one yeah i don't know which one is true whether she was just laying there or she was walking and burning but her her car she was like near her car regardless and that was also burning so yeah, they said like she didn't have like any like real enemies like she sold some drugs on the side occasionally but like nothing crazy so Hopefully the right person goes down for it, Quentin. Because why are you deleting text messages? Sketchy. Like they're not going to find them. And why are you asking somebody for sex like that? Like y'all not even together. And she says no. No means no. No means no, y'all. I don't care what you identify as. If somebody don't want to have sex with you, they don't want to fucking have sex with you. Point blank and period. Like there's oh really gosh, no debate. There's no debating it. There is no like. Well, I thought, but I bought you dinner. But I, oh, I don't give a flying brook. That just reminded me. No. Did y'all? <laughs> did y'all see? There's a story. On, somebody shared it on my Instagram. Um, where this, there's a study where, um, it says the study according to men. Women like to be sec- to. women like to be sexually harassed, according to men. Oh, yeah, I don't, and that's why I be cussing it's motherfuckers out. According, according, I mean, according to men, I'm glad I don't really go outside anymore because oh, that's my thing. <laughs> I used to get sexually harassed on a daily basis when I was in the military. Like, not a day went by. And somebody didn't say some ridiculous shit. I remember working, standing outside in fucking 107 degree temperature and men dropping up and being like, oh, I'm not leaving until you give me your phone number. Okay, bitch. Well, I guess they're going to have to call the call whoever they got to call to move you because we're not doing that. Uh, you got a man, I'll make up shit. Be like, we all have guns here, so you should back right. the fuck up. <laughs> right? <laughs> People wow. were, I mean, that's ridiculous. When men get so fucking what a when life. Men lonely, <laughs> when men get lonely, they even get when so they're not lonely, they just like some of them just are just fucking gross. Just nasty. Lord. Well, Ruby, I mean, not Ruby. Three, you want to go uh, next? <laughs> don't sue me mcdonald's um this is the murder of rayshawn brazil brazil um wait 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 wait. did this happen like within like last year or like the year before or something Mm -mm. just 2005 okay okay (laughs) no because okay Uh, go ahead go ahead (laughs) I was like, yes. (laughs) February 18th, 2005, two bags full of body parts were found on some train tracks near Nostrand Avenue Station. And the parts were positively identified through fingerprints as Rashawn Brazil. 
um, one of his arms and one of his legs was also used to identify him. And they were found in a recycling plant in Greenport, Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Um, they never found his head. Um, they searched around the country for clues. They even ran it on America's Most Wanted a few times. Um, they finally got, this happened in 2005. They didn't get a break in the case until 2017. The police ended up arresting Kawaru Govan, which was his cousin and also his former neighbor. And um, he had, since the murder, he had moved to Florida and was in prison there uh, in 2014 for an armed robbery. Um, he had also been charged. So he, they ended up charging him after they took his DNA. He was connected to another killing of Sharabia Thomas. And, um, they ended up convicting him of her murder in 2018. So then they asked Govan about, um, Rashawn's murder and he made a false statement and was kind of like ignoring you know how people do and they ended up charging him with that on some evidence that they found and they suspect that he may be a serial killer so that was that mm. it's just crazy how that was like so close to him and like he didn't think to yeah, well, I guess because he left. As soon as he killed him, he just jumped up and, and left. Yeah. Um, people had saw him leave the house. People saw Rashawn leave the house. They saw somebody come knock on his door, press the button, because, you know, in New York, they got the buttons and buzz somebody up. He came down. They walked one way. People saw, you know, witnessed it and was like, oh, okay, like, it's normal. So I don't know what must have happened on the walk. Uh, I don't think anybody knows what happened during the walk, but one of them came back and one of them didn't. That is unfortunate. Can't even trust family. Jeez. It's tough. No. <laughs> well, I guess it's my turn. <laughs> it's on me. Okay. The microphone. Sorry. Um, okay, so let's start this. Picture this. It's a Monday afternoon, August 17th, 2015. A three-year-old boy, Mason Cutler, was reported missing in Lufkin, Texas. He had been playing around his family's front porch on Ernest Landrum Road, just off of Highway 103. That means something to anyone. Um, the last time that anybody saw him <laughs> was that uh, um, was at around 1.30 p.m. According to his pet parents, Kevin Cutler and Brandy Wanzer, they had been cleaning the house while Mason was playing outside. Um, as his father explained, he's allergic to some of the cleaning projects, projects, geez, products. So he was playing on the front porch with um, my sister, so his aunt. Um, I told I told them that if he went anywhere to let me or his mom know. A little while later, nobody had come to get me, so I went outside to have a cigarette break. And the last time I saw him, he ran around the corner of the house into the backyard, and that was it. 
Um, his parents said that he had never wandered off before. Kevin said that he sometimes used, used to hide underneath the house, but when they would call his name, he would burst out laughing and then just come out from under, under the house. I don't know. That was his little hiding spot. Um, a search party was assembled and, um, shortly after, um, well, not shortly, but before dawn, the following morning, uh, Mason's body was found in the pond located behind the family's home. Um, a deputy had been walking around the property searching for Mason when he spotted something just below the surface. He then noticed that there were small footprints leading towards the pond. Um, while by his first appearance, they thought that there was just, just like a tragic accident. They were like, no, let's like, let's get some investigating into this, you know, um, the following le- uh, week, there was an update in the case when it was announced that 17 year old Bobby Woods Jr. had been arrested for the murder of Mason, just a little Mason. So Woods was the boyfriend of Kevin's pregnant sister. And so, um, May- So there was an update in the case when it was announced that 17-year-old Bobby Woods Jr. had been arrested for the murder of Mason. Um, Woods was the boyfriend of Kevin's pregnant sister and who was the aunt of Mason. And according to investigators, they had pushed Mason into the pond to make room for their unborn child to live at the family's home. Um, at the time, three families were living in the home and he feared there would not be enough room for his future child. So he was like, let me just kill this three-year-old. That makes sense. Um, as a matter of fact, um, was made a full confession. He told investigators that he knew Mason was only three years old and was unable to swim. He said that he was, he pushed Mason into the pond and then turned his back and ignored his cries for help as he struggled to stay afloat. Um, then in October, a Woods girlfriend, Billy Jean Cutler, um, who's the aunt, um, was arrested in connection with the murder of Mason. Woods and Cutler would both be indicted on capital murder charges. Um, Cutler would be ordered to undergo a psychiatric evaluation to determine whether she could stand trial on the murder charge. Um, it determined that she was competent. However, a second evaluation contradicted the first evaluation. Um, her defense attorney said that he believed that she was functioning at a kindergarten level or below, while her aunt stated that she had the mental capacity of a child. Um, so even though she was like 20, they thought she was functioning at a kindergarten level of learning. Um, so it would be up to a jury to decide whether Cutler was competent to stay in trial um, a doctor testified that said that she had been born prematurely, sustained lead poisoning as a child, and attended special education classes. Um, other details, um, how she had below average mental capacity and could not perform basic math or understand complex concepts and all that kind of stuff. Um, a video of Cutler's confession was also played out during which she said that she and Woods had discussed and planned killing Mason the day before uh, his murder. She said that somebody in the family had told Woods that he and Cutler could not have a baby because it was too much to deal with. And she said that she understood because diapers and all of that. 
Um, but then she said that um, when Woods drowned Mason, she was in the bathroom. She told the investigators that prior to going to the bathroom, room said uh, Woods had told her, I'm going to handle my business. Um, when Woods returned home, Cutler said that he changed his clothes, took off, took off his boots and put on different shoes. She made um, the revelation that she wasn't actually pregnant and had made it up to see what he would do. So she wasn't even pregnant. <laughs> Um, so, uh, the jury, um, there was a recorded phone call between Cutler and her dad, um, saying that she's going to act stupid to try like referencing to the upcoming hearing. So she said she was just going to act stupid. Um, and while her family claimed that she could not read or write an inmate who, uh, she shared a cell with testified that she had seen her writing letters and they said they looked just perfectly fine to her, (laughs) um, Ultimately, the jury would decide that Cutler was incompetent to stand trial. She would subsequently be sent to a maximum security mental uh, health facility to restore competency. And in 2018, she was declared competent. She would appear um, in court to plead guilty to the lesser charge of um, conspiracy to commit murder. She was sentenced to 35 years in prison. In August of 2019, Wood stood trial for the murder of Mason. Um, his videotaped confession was played for the jury. Um, he uh, Woods, uh, took to the witness stand and claimed that he had nothing to do with Mason's death. He claimed that on the day of his death, he and Cutler had been having numerous arguments and said that the last time he saw Mason, he was sitting on a four-wheeler with her. Um, he claimed that his confession was a false confession, Yes, he, um, yet he knew um, details of in the case that weren't made public. So it's like, dude, no, you're just, just stop it. Um, part of it was that he knew Mason was face down with his eyes closed when they discovered the body and just like all this stuff is really sad. Um, so Bobby Woods Jr. Um, would be found guilty of the murder of Mason Cutler and was sentenced to life in prison. Um, and that's pretty much the, there we go. He was sentenced to life in prison. And the I parents and grandparents. Huh? <laughs> Sorry. I, I was just going to say, I, I, I couldn't be a lawyer if I know that my client is guilty. I just really couldn't fight for you. Yeah, I'm not I helping you say that you're crazy. I'm not helping you say that you have mental this and that. I'm not helping you do shit. I don't even want, you know what? No, I could never be. No, couldn't do it. Agreed. Couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to try and help you look crazy. Especially with a I'm baby. Gonna, like, yeah. like a battered wife, I, 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 maybe, but <laughs> kill the kid. But that's it. <laughs> well, yeah. do we have any bonus material? Do we have any bonus material over here? Yeah. Goofies of the week. So two men's is is tried to rob a Boost Mobile store. And while they were (laughs) while they were stuffing shit in their bags and whatnot, they weren't paying attention. So the manager, whose name was Tommy, he took out running through the back, runs through another store, and then somebody was out front pulled down the little thing and locked them in there. So the crooks were just like stuck inside the store with no way out. That's what they've done. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they've done. <laughs> but, 
uh, Tommy told the news, I, I just thought I gotta go, I gotta live. I gotta go, I gotta live. So <laughs> I there feel you, go, Tommy. Tommy. Way to go, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy said, deuces, have all the phones you want. <laughs> but it's better call some help. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, that's been another week of Murder Moses. Hope y'all enjoyed. Make sure y'all tell your friends to listen to us. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.